Hello and welcome to the Sorry Meadows podcast. I'm your host Mike, today joined by Reese, Sammy and Jack. Now we all enjoy video games quite a bit here, um, but I know we've all played a very different range of them. So what we're doing in today's episode, we're going to go back in time and we're just going to discuss a video game that we have sort of fond childhood memories of and has some meaning for us. Before we begin, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sorry Meadows Podcast. I'd like to thank Spike Capper as well for our amazing theme music. Um, we'll start just by sort of getting an idea of everyone's sort of history with video games in general. Um, let's go in the community order, Jack. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, oof, well, I can't remember a time where I wasn't playing games. <laughs> I pretty much came out the womb with a controller in my hand. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. It's, it's going back so far for me. I can't remember if I got my Game Boy first or if I got my PlayStation 2 first. Um, and I know my, my parents got me a PlayStation 2 for my birthday one year. Um, I might have been about like seven, um, and my grandmother got me my Game Boy for Christmas one year, um, and I, it's weird because I can't really remember too much apart from just how much fun I had, <laughs> um, and you know inviting friends around and you know having that player one screen and feeling like the you know the boss because you're a player one. And yeah, the and having, and when you have three players having to fight over who got the bigger screen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like the one big horizontal one yeah. at the top, and then the two little quarter like ones. Tiniest ones ever. But this is my house, so I get the big screen. Yes. Oh, I miss couch <laughs> gaming so much. Oh, what what, a what time. about you, Sam? Um, I'm sort of the opposite. I didn't. I I had I played the odd game. Um, when I was growing up, mostly if I was playing games growing up, it was round either Jack's house or my other friend James's house. Um but not super often. It's only lately in the last sort of year or two that I've sort of got into it more because I always enjoyed it. I just never played a lot for monetary reasons or like my parents wouldn't buy like the console or whatever because there were trees outside to run around and climb and all sorts <laughs> and that's what they... Trees don't run around. Yeah. <laughs> So Sammy's childhood video game is going to be one from his twenties. I can't wait! For, I can't wait for him to discover you can run around trees on Minecraft. Pretty much every um, single game. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't play loads uh, growing up. Uh, mostly just around friends' houses. But um, yeah, game. It's, it's, it's fun. What, what about you, Ruth? Uh, well, I remember having a PS One, and I remember the first game I ever played on that was. It was a Rugrats game. It was, I think it was Angelica at the mall. Oh. And it, had to, it, it had a load of uh, level puzzle levels on it with uh, different, uh, what do they call, different Rugrats characters. And the best, I remember, distinctly remember the, there's a maze episode where you have to push a ball through a maze. Absolutely fantastic. And you collect cookies and it's, you're Angelica, so she's evil. So it's great fun. Um, ever since then, my diet is usually growing up would be... Um, Video games based off films, so Cars two, you know, sorry, Cars video game, uh, oh, Chronicles of Narnia, Eragon, the Transformers all, games, all the Star Wars, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I must admit though, uh, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a simp, I think compared to, well, especially Mike and Chris, we know because I, I love FIFA, 
Uh, FIFA is, is I've, I've played FIFA non-stop for 20 years. Um, I'm not going to stop playing FIFA. I think it's the most immersive sports game out there. And it's in, and I know you guys aren't massive football fans, but it really is incredible. Like the way you play it is, it is a lot like um, you're watching a game of football, isn't it? No, yeah. no, you're they, part of the game. It's it's I so immersive. They, they like, capture it pretty well, don't they? It's so immersive. Yeah. Like you can, you're having an influence. You're one nil down, and you've got twenty minutes to go, and you can you get it back? Like you just can't do that while watching football. Like you can, you can experience it. Um, I'm big player of football manager i've clocked thousands of hours playing that beat it mate uh, <laughs> uh no it's really imp- it's pretty much impossible to complete <laughs> and as i said I'm, I'm not really that fussed on story games like i'm if someone said oh this 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 video game has a really cool story i'm not that bothered by it i i i like playing cool games you know i rate i rate assassin's creed on how cool do i feel well i, I, <laughs> I get to play as a pirate so of course um Black Flag is awesome, you know. So, yeah, I, I, very I'm diverse a... opinions on what makes good <laughs> games by all yeah, four of us. I was going <laughs> to say I'm sort of the opposite. Uh, what I really value story because I like being engrossed in the characters and like all the stuff I do has meaning. But playing as some team from so, some other country is just like doesn't do anything for me. I'm. I think I've. I consider a story a good bonus in a game. I play a game for the gameplay. I want to yeah. always be having fun playing a game. I think the story is a bonus if it's got like the most engaging story ever, but the gameplay is really boring. I'm just going to check out because I'm not going to. I'd rather just go and watch a TV show. So um, just like Detroit I, Become Human, that would really like fuss you because it's just no. like, quick time events, right? Yeah. So that sort of game never interests me. I used to play Telltale games with my friend because we like to make fun of them because there's a lot to make fun of with them but i'm in a similar boat to you jack where i just don't remember not playing video games i know that my brother had a ps1 and a ps2 before i did and i used to occasionally play them with him and i know that sometimes my brother's friend would bring their gamecube over and we'd play mario kart double dash is the best mario kart and i know that once i played those and really liked them i know that one christmas i got my own ps2 and i was so excited (laughs) and from then i'm just (laughs) been playing games ever since i remember having a game boy to play in the car and waiting for street lamps it didn't have its own backlight <laughs> <laughs> um and since then i was just sort of getting my own consoles and, and just playing as many games as i could because i just had a lot of fun with them but we'll we'll move on to sort of the specific games and we'll go in the same order then so jack what game have you chosen so i've i'm a bit of a basic Uh, guy when it comes to games i'm gonna go for pokemon ruby because oh my goodness it's it's got a story behind it so uh, my grandmother got me my game boy uh, for christmas one year and um my family took me to uh well we all went to tenerife on holiday and um i didn't have any games for my game boy so like we we had it and they just assumed games were on it and oh no (laughs) so classic Come on, so Jack, we bring to... your Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So we went to the game shop in Tenerife, and it was just, you know, some, like, corner shop uh, in, you know, an island. Um, and uh, I don't know if you guys played Game Boys or Nintendo consoles yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. but you used to get pirated cartridges, and, they like, the little Nintendo symbol would be, like, an oval rather than, like, a circle. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. And um, we got Pokemon Ruby, and it was pirated, and we paid full price for it. <laughs> and um, 
it had this this thing where it wouldn't save. Um, so every time yeah, I booted game up my Game one, Boy, yeah. it was a new new game, and every time I would ha- it would be however long I could play in a session would be how far I got in the game. Oh man, you got to experience gaming in like the eighties. Yeah, like, pretty much. You have one. You have one chance. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I remember, like you know, like sleeping uh, and like putting the you know the Game Boy under my pillow, like when my mum would come in, just to like avoid having to give up on that like save. Oh, that's that's a classic, though, isn't it? Playing the Game Boy under the covers and thinking you're being the sneakiest guy in the world because no one yeah, can like see your really bright Game Boy Advance. <laughs> it's just like glowing through the bedsheets. Yeah. I was gonna start each of these segments by asking someone to just quickly explain a bit about what the game is but i feel like there's not a single person on the planet even people who have never heard of video games could probably tell you what a pokemon game is so jack now you're gonna have to do the task of explaining the gist of pokemon ruby as though none of us know what pokemon is. Yeah, go on this is very interesting <laughs> okay so you you play a kid who who turns up in a, he's just moved house and he turns up in i think it's called littlewood I'm not 100% sure. It's been years since I've played this game, guys. But I think it's called Little Something. And um, you're a kid like you are in all the Pokemon games. And um, you you get offered these little pocket monsters. Pokemon. <laughs> oh, wow. And um, you have to go and defeat all the gyms, which are like little uh, checkpoints or boss fights, I guess. Uh, and then the big boss at the end is the Pokemon League. And then once you beat that, You've won essentially, but usually there's like little quirks and plot twists throughout it, and uh, legendary Pokemon which are like more special, and you have to capture them and fill up your Pokedex. Um, and you know if you didn't know any of that, I mean you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> who who is your start? Who is your starter of choice in Ruby Jack? Every time Torchic. Oh, correct. Every time, yeah, the correct I decision. Could... And every time I picked either like Mudkip or Trico, it was like I would get to the first gym battle and then I'd be like, no, I'm restarting. <laughs> I've got to pick yeah. Torchic. Yeah, Torchic. Yeah, he's the best one. Yeah, and it was great because if you evolved um, him before the first boss um, or gym, uh, he would be a fighting type. So you could like kick all the rock Pokemon and do extra damage and stuff. Oh, Do, do you have a, an all-time favorite Pokemon, Jack? Oh man, that's that's really hard. Um, it's probably Blaziken because that would <laughs> be the final stage of my starter Pokemon. And if I play like anyone else, your starter Pokemon is like level seventy, and all the rest are like level twelve. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine he was the Pokemon that you saw most often. If he was the only one that you could reach, and then had to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> I always got to the furthest I got was um, there was like a, a port town, um, and I think it was fairly far in. I think it was probably like a third of the way through the game. I managed to get to in one go. Um, it was like a little port game, and I think it's like two or three gyms in. Um, and I remember getting there, and I was so excited because it's a new area to explore, and new Pokemon stuff, and then my mum coming in at, like, three in the morning, I'd be like, you got to school in, like, three hours! (laughs) (laughs) Go to bed! You couldn't just leave it on as well, because the Game Boy Advance was a battery drainer. Oh, it's, you know, I've still got it, and it still works. Um, (gasps) No! Yeah, I've still got the Ruby cartridge, but I eventually bought um, Emerald in Blockbuster. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god yeah wow. so yeah, i'm starting yeah to i was gonna now. say is it is it one you've been compelled to go back and actually finish since yeah i yeah i got it i got the emerald version on the game boy advance once a, a couple of months after we came back from tenerife um and i completed it and then i also got the remastered versions on the um 3ds as well and it wasn't as good but no that's so easy. fine that's so much easier than the old one yeah i remember when you got that 3ds because me and james um because us three all grew up in the same town were like out and about and wanting to hang out and we kept knocking on your door and you kept telling us to go away because you just bought your 3ds and you wanted to play on it hey he's got <laughs> a point oh dear me and james and we did he's it, got like, a point the, the 3ds is iconic think, the that's first, outrageous like, form sammy He's got, got a new yeah. console. Yeah, you can drag someone away from a brand new console. I didn't have that when I was growing up, so I was just sort of like, okay, you got a little metal electronic thing, now come out and play. Oh, come oh there's play. a fresh, there's a fresh feeling like... about a new console. When you open it up, and there's not even any games yet, it's like, there's nothing worth playing on this. Like, not all consoles are like the Switch. They don't all launch with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I had with the DS. With, with the DS, at least you had the chat room where you could oh, where you could chat to yourself. <laughs> no, the chat rooms because they had they had them in my school for like the they had like brain games on them. So we, when we had like a like a oh I forgot about humanities that. period or something that wasn't it was sort of like just a weird period. Um, we do like the brain games and the teachers would always be like don't go in the chat rooms and everyone would just always in the chat rooms like sending each other. I if you remember, great times. Great well, I remember times. You, you you color it all in black, don't you? And then you yeah. write, you write in white. Like, yes. Hey, yeah. And it's really <laughs> cool. Tell <laughs> me, I forgot our school had they had crates of Nintendo DSs, and I completely forgot our school had and those. Did you go on a lot of school trips? We no, went. Uh, we no. went on a school trip. Like we went on a like a week school trip to Germany, and we took a bus all the way to Germany. And they told us not to bring DSs, but everyone did. And we had the <laughs> most incredible Mario Kart tournament. Oh, spanned amazing. like nine Beautiful. hours. It was just like, well, and nobody knew who was playing because we all had our own nicknames. Really <laughs> rude stuff. Like, really, it's, really stuff I can't share here. <laughs> it's hard, to, it's hard to recapture that magic, though, isn't it? Of just yeah. randomly, all of a sudden, there's a Mario Kart tournament happening on a bus. It's hard to... I remember on the Mario Kart, yeah. you all play as the um, is it Shy Guy? You all play as yeah. the Shy Guy, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Apart from the bastard who gets to play as Yoshi. I'll <laughs> tell you what though, every year for my birthday, except for the last two years because there's been a global pandemic, I do a video game tournament where I get a bunch of friends and we cram into my bedroom for two straight days, and we play a tournament of twenty video games where each one we set a specific challenge, and it's a tournament of who wins. And the winner gets their name on a homemade trophy I've got, which is a cardboard box wrapped in uh, gold wrapping paper. And on top of it, there's an Xbox controller. And behind the Xbox controller is stuck a birthday badge that says, I am one today. And we put ST next to the one in Sharpie. So it says, I am first today. And there's only one name on that trophy, and it's mine. <laughs> it's always an incredible feeling. It's, it's such a great few days of just video game tournament. It's so Jack, fun. Jack, have, have you played any other pokemon games oh uh yeah i've played a lot um i've not more recently um because i haven't owned the consoles um well i i haven't owned a switch so i've not played the most recent one <laughs> um what what ones have i played i've played uh obviously ruby and emerald and then i played pearl pearl 
Amazing. And then I think it was like black and white or something. And that one looks awful. It's, you go back Not the and, best. Yeah, you go back and look at it and it has not aged well, that one. Um, then like the, there was the remastered ones and what else Did you say Sun and Moon? I haven't played Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon are not just the worst Pokemon games I've ever played. They're the worst games I've ever played in my life. They're wow. so bad. I wrote an essay on every reason I hate Pokemon <laughs> Sun and Moon, <laughs> and you, I regularly did, send it to people. Did you? Did you? Um, did you write? Did you rewrite an essay and just put Ultra everywhere as well? No, because I, I refused. I refused to play Ultra <laughs> Sun and Moon. I, the only t- reason I will go back to Sun and Moon is if I walk past a game shelf one day and it says Zack Snyder's Pokemon Sun and Moon, uh, then, then I will pick it up. <laughs> you get to play the whole game in slow motion. <laughs> With a 4-3 aspect ratio on your 3D. <laughs> Something else I also remember um, about Pokemon on the Game Boy specifically is um, having a little wire you could connect two Game Boys to. Yeah, the I used cable. to go to this um, school club, um, after school club, and there was another kid there who also was obsessed with Pokemon. And I, So I bought a wire um, from the game store, and we would just spend the whole time just battling and trading Pokemon. And there was, some, there was like a fighting one that could only evolve if you traded it. Yeah. So we both got that one. Oh, good times. I even... Hmm. I even bought a book, and there's pictures of me <laughs> carrying oh, this book around. God, of where you could you remember, like. Oh, did you used to have the Lego Star Wars um, game uh, game book, the level the level guides? Oh, I love it. Was, le- it, was, I love it was, le- it was just I like love that, a Lego yeah. guide. I love a Lego guide. Uh, I love a game guide. Like, yeah, like yeah, they're a, great. It's Toy Story Two, isn't it? Uh, Rex carries one round for half the film <laughs> was that you jack were you were you wrecked yeah. I, I, honestly i used to carry it around i, I had like it and it had all the roots where you could like capture them i need to know how to uh, defeat zerg <laughs> yeah oh well, well uh, I, i'm gonna shut up now because yeah. I've, I've taken like 20 minutes and uh... that's fine it's, it's a good good little chat about pokemon we'll move on to you then sammy what game from your 20s have you picked as your childhood video game? <laughs> well, it's not, a game, it's not a game from my 20s. It is a game I played <laughs> when I was younger. Um, so I used to I used to go sailing uh, when I was younger. And my friend James eventually started going sailing. And after sailing on Saturdays, I would go around to his house for a few hours before tea time. Um, and we would log on to his Xbox and we would play Halo Reach. Um, often in the forge or I suppose the creative mode um, as it's probably an easier way of explaining it, where you can build your own maps and stuff. Um, and I remember being on a Mac that James and Jack had built um, and not really knowing how any of it worked or what the guns, like, other than they were guns. And I was just sort of, like, really confused by it all and just dying every time because they built, <laughs> like, two bases up in the sky, connected it by a really thin bridge. And I would always spawn and run around and find a launcher thing and step in it. And it would just ping me out into space. And I just had no idea what was going on. Um, but eventually I got a bit better at it. And then when we eventually got a uh, 360 in my own house, me and my siblings would just do like the same sort of thing. We'd just like play against each other. Um, and I remember sort of competing with my dad to complete the story first. And then uh, he won and I didn't want to rush it. So I just started taking my time and then the uh, disc melted because we played it so often 
uh, that fried the <laughs> game. So I, I've never played it again. I've not played it since. Amazing. Um, <laughs> so I don't. Now, know. I've never. I don't know how it ends. I've never played the Halo Reacher. I've only ever played Halo Three. Do you know if it's much different to Halo Three, or is uh, it? I've played a few of the Halo games. Uh, Reach is definitely my favourite, um, but my memories of it are all just kid memories of going, oh, it's an alien! That's a little one. You can just punch those ones. The big ones? Oh no, where's my rocket launcher? <laughs> um, Do you want to know something amazing, Sam, yeah. about that map? That you, you still got on? it, don't you? Well, thanks to the, the new Master Chief collection, you can access your old maps that you uploaded. Oh my god! And me and James were on it a few weeks ago, reminiscing about how terrible we were. And so it's still, it's, we can still play it and access it. So you can probably go on with James over the internet at some point and like look oh, around replay it. your own map. I've That's got, amazing. Um, I downloaded the Halo, the Master Chief Collection, like the other week. I only installed it because I needed, I wanted to install the Arkham games uh, again. But uh, when I get it back, um. Wow, that was that was a really dramatic. <laughs> really dramatic. <laughs> installed it and then uninstalled it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because um, the consoles that I own, I have all almost entirely Jack to thank um, because he he gave me his Wii before I came off to uni, and then he gave me his Xbox 360 because he was like, "Oh, I'm playing it too much, so you can have it." And then he bought himself one, and then didn't you sell it again like immediately? Yeah, I think I gave you my Xbox One, didn't I? Because yeah. I yeah, I was trying to like cut down because uh gaming addiction's a real thing. And, uh, <laughs> I was doing my A levels and uh I needed to study, so I gave it to Sam. Didn't help. Um <laughs> still failed. Um but uh That is true, you did yeah. you did fail. <laughs> like all yeah, of them. <laughs> failed miserably. <laughs> See, might as well have failed well, and had well, a video game addiction. Free user than E, gents. But the thing is, in school, my video game addiction wasn't video games; it was phone games. So, what ruined my one of my years of A levels was Geometry Dash. Like, oh God. just because you just played that constantly. Solid game. And Clash of Clans, yeah, you just got absolutely addicted to these things. Um, anyway, Halo Three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, Halo really... Reach. Yeah, Halo Reach, very good. Um, my dad told me what the last mission was because I only had a few off. Apparently you just stand there and just fight waves of enemies until you die, and that's the ending. And in the story, you just um, your guy just dies, he gets overrun, and that's it. Oh, That's the end rip. of the story. <laughs> it's, like, really sad. Uh, yeah, it's like, I think it's, like, the whole the whole story's like a catastrophe. Mm-hmm. So it starts off with, like, the, the enemies are, have found the planet that you're on, and you're in like a squad of seven people i think six or seven um and eventually each of the npcs is killed off um through some means and eventually it's you who's i killed remember off, and that's the end of the yeah, game. that's a really cool idea for a final i remember mission. uh a cut scene like as you were saying that they each get killed off because i forgot um and so they're like all walking out you've just completed this really hard mission about two thirds through the game and it's like a really high shot, like you're looking down from a building at them, just like walking out of this city. Um, and you just hear this sniper shot and one of them just collapses. Uh, and then the rest of them like just run for the, the helicarrier or, or whatever the um, helicopters are called in that game. And I just I just remember being like, oh, not the one. She had her uh, the skull on her face because you could like put decals and stuff when you customized your <laughs> your own like guy. Um, 
I was like, oh, she's got the skull on her face. She's the cool one. And now she's dead because skulls were cool when I was 12 or however old I was. Um, yeah, uh, I really like, I really love that game. Um, every time someone brings up Halo, I just think back to one of my most traumatic gaming memories. And it's when me and my friend were playing a game of Halo 3 on the 360. And you, you can probably attest to this, Jack and Sammy, that the 360 was a notoriously glitchy console. Mm, yeah. Oh, man. Um, and what happened to this game was we accidentally set the Halo 3 game to um, 100 kills. And we were on that one map where you've got the two towers on either sides yeah. of the big yeah. ravine. Yeah. Um, and we um, set it to 100 kills and we put Kiss from a Rose on, on the <laughs> music player on the Xbox. And it glitched, and it wouldn't let us stop Kissing a Rose until we finished the game. Oh, no. So it was two of us, and we had to get to 100 kills. I think we both got to 99 before the end. So we were just listening to Kiss a Rose on loop while playing Halo, and it was How crazy. How it, it took us hours. And at the start, <laughs> it was like, this is great. Then there was a good stretch of about 50 kills in the middle where we were like, this is really boring now, but we don't want to turn it off because we're committed. But the last 10 kills were so tense. Because this one game we going on for hours. It's like one of us is going to win soon. <laughs> it was so tense. We did, was be. we did something like that, but we could we just turned it off, and then we're like, right, twenty is like a good number to get to. Because you know, it's a good like hour, two hours of fight there. But oh, I'd be forced to stick to a hundred kills. Oh, on the, well, we didn't the we didn't want to turn it off because we weren't well. cowards. Oh, I just it makes re- me think, um, like like all this talking about like couch um gaming and you know going around each other's houses mm. and like your trophy thing mike it makes me feel like online gaming has almost ruined it a bit because we take it for granted now like we live so far apart sam yeah we can hop on and play apex yet like going around each other's houses yeah it's, it's, not, it's the not the same at all well it's why i like having the wii like just the classic og wii um plugged into the telly so like when people come around you can just play you Mario play Kart, play yeah, Mario but, Kart, play Wii yeah, play. But the best yeah but the best thing about going over someone's house is that there is a there is a tension because there's a time limit and you just you look you're listening out for the for the ding of the doorbell because you've got to go home for your tea yeah and I it's like it's... my phone kept ringing and I'd be like just ignore it because then I can just yeah. play for a bit. Like, I can just pretend <laughs> yeah and then you can go Oh, sorry, I didn't hear it. Oh, sorry. Oh, what time did you want? You wanted me back three hours ago. I'm so sorry. To to be fair, I still do that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I still do that. Uh, I like, what if, I I remember the other day I I orchestrated like, I didn't want to pick something up from the shops because I couldn't be asked to go that way. And so I thought, right, I need my phone to die. So I just turned my phone off before I went home. And, oh, it's dead. <laughs> oh, I can't have bread. Amazing. It's just like, I, you just don't want to do stuff sometimes. Uh, just it's also me. with, with like couch gaming, you have the physical threat of the other person punching you. Oh, like, you know, and, oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. and the other one is um, looking at the other person's screen. Which yeah, is a yeah. classic. Screen watching, iconic. Screen watching, man. An acceptable there's a game, behavior. There's a game that a few years ago that only works as a couch co-op game. And I can't remember the name. It's something like Screen Peekers. And it's a first-person shooter <laughs> where the other players are actually invisible. And you can only tell where they are by looking on their screen and trying to figure it That's out. That's great. So it's a game designed for screen peeking. And me and our friends, Munzo and Darren, from back in uni, we played just hours of it one day because it was so fun 
and it's it just brings screen peeking like back in as a main mechanic which is so cool because everyone used to do it anyway we'd all say oh don't screen peek but we'd all do it because it's impossible because you're looking at a tiny crt tv with three screens on it the best uh uh couch gaming that i we've done lately i think was about three years ago on new year's eve i went round jack's and we were playing what was it what were we, what were we playing jack the weird like colorful one love is in a dangerous, dangerous space, space time. time yes that <laughs> game absolutely slaps that is it's not even a it's not even anything i, I don't know how to describe it but oh you play as these two guys in this like adaptable spaceship and you can take off different upgrades um and you have to fight hordes of enemies but you have to travel around um like through this cloud layer so you don't really know yeah it's like a 2d sort of screen yeah. isn't it and you can see the inside of the spaceship and then you have like a little guy and you can run him around the little spaceship and like you one of you steers and one of you like does the thrusters and then you have to like do the shields and the guns five or six different things to operate but there's only two of you and one of you has to be uh, flying the ship so oh wait so one of you yeah i know what you're on I, I know what you're on about. Yeah, it's, um, oh, it's it, it was, we had such a great time that night, didn't we? Of, of, of yeah. course, there is there is only one king of couch gaming playing with other people, and that is every single Lego game ever. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> you know, you're on a quest in those games, and you you can't play a Lego game without falling out with the other person there. No, because well, come this way. Oh, right. No, no, no because you share because you share a camera, so there's yeah, yeah, no but, yeah, but you can turn that off. And also, we had a really we ha- I remember I had a really bad argument with Ben, who I played most of the movies, about about ladders. And there was a bit where I couldn't see the dimension. And he was like, get up the ladder. I was like, I can't get up the ladder because I can't see it. Just like, yeah, you just st- I'm going over here. No, don't go over there. I need to get up the ladder. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, while we're on you then, Reese, um, what what game have you chosen, Reese? Um, well, I was tempted to pick a sports game because... But I know that you guys wouldn't like that because I was. I wanted. To, I, yeah, I wanted <laughs> to pick Rugby O Five or Rugby O Eight because because we because ha- well, we, we haven't sports. had. Hang on, because because <laughs> since then we've never had a good rugby video game, and it's really annoying because I love rugby, I'm, but I haven't. I've gone. I'm for... willing. I'm willing to play any sports game, but I have a set rule if I'm playing a sports game of I will not allow the other person to tell me the controls. <laughs> no, so I'm not going to go for a sport game. I could have gone for a rugby game. So I've gone for one that you've already got. You guys have already told me you never heard of or never even played. I've gone for the 2004 Transformers Armada PS2 game. Uh, it's a third-person shootout. Uh, shootout. <laughs> it's a third-person shooter, and basically you play of what you play as one of three Autobots: uh, Optimus Prime, uh, Optimus Prime, Hot. Is it Hot Rod? Hot Shot. That's it, Hotshot or Red Alert. And basically, you go around Earth collecting minicons, fighting Decepticons. And it's really good because it builds... The, 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 the levels have really big maps. And the one thing where it was a problem with the really early, really early driving games where, particularly, I, I always put this problem with hit and run, is that because you're in a car, you can go a certain speed. And so if your map isn't big you can exhaust it pretty quickly. Um, but in these, oh, they had massive maps. So there was one in the Amazon, which would go on for miles. There was one in the uh, Antarctic, Alaska. There was even a flying level on Cybertron. 
But basically, the, and so there was a lot of freedom for you to go around shooting stuff, shooting drones, fighting Decepticons, transforming. I mean, the amount of times I just stood still. And I, it's just the coolest thing, turning from a car to a robot to a car. I mean, it's just, you just have to press the button to do it over and over again. There's nothing, I can't control that. I have to transform. Um, <laughs> um, but, but it builds up really well, and it's based off one of my favorite um, Transformers series, which is Transformers Armada. The TV show isn't great, but I really do love it because it was the first one I ever saw. Um, and basically, it's about collecting minicons, uh, which are these little robots which you attach it to, to your arms or your bits of your body, not your penis. Not, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. I was gonna, I'm going to put that in just before, just before anyone says it. Just before anyone says it. And it basically gives you power boosts. Um, and so it starts off as like you fight Decepticons, like you go through each of the. So you fight Cyclonus, who's a little one. Starscream is pretty big. Tidal Wave, I've shown you the YouTube clip, absolutely <laughs> massive. massive. And then you have a one-on-one -on -one with Megatron. And then you think the game's over. And you're like, oh, let's go back to Cybertron to um, celebrate. You run for Cybertron, and you have to fight Unicron. Like, you fly around fighting... Unicron. <laughs> I mean, if you, don't know who Unic if you don't know who Unicron is, then the giant transforming planet. Um, what? Yeah, a planet-sized... <laughs> boss and it's so cool again i you know i you know i love transformers i absolutely adore it and so to just be able to go around and like i and shooting decepticons and playing as autobots it's just so cool um i know that um oh there's also a lot of quotes from the 1980s film in it so um one shall stand one shall fall obviously um is a big one uh Oh, what's the one they say? Uh, me kick butt. That it's just a little one like that. It's just from the from the show. Um, who are, um, who's disrupting my? Who's interrupting my coronation? Just like all these little lines that I just thought, ah, oh, God, when I listening to it, and yeah, it's just great fun. I said it's Transformers. How can, so was it how like an open world game? You say like the um, levels are really big. So. Yeah. So basically, well, it's, so there were five or six locations so there was the amazon antarctic atlantic ocean alaska and cybertron and you basically go through the each level in order but you dropped you get dropped off in this open world in like a specific world and once you're there you can go anywhere basically it kind of tells cool. and, like, and like and like you can go you, you can like go away from the level from a bit like you don't have you can go around um points collecting trophy collecting like only, they're not many because it's a ps2 game but you don't have to immediately go and do the story but if you want to you have to progress you have to do the story how, um, how does the atlantic ocean level work you a boat uh <laughs> no you're <laughs> no no so you have to so the, the whole that whole uh level is trying to take down tidal wave and so you have to jump from rock to rock and you have to get to specific locations before he destroys where you are so it's like um it's like the revenge of the sith it's like the uh, mustafa level where you have to move forward otherwise you're gonna die um there's a great level it's yeah, well, that one is this uh, again. It's just like everything I wanted from it, and I remember playing War of um, was it War of Cybertron when that came out? And I was like, yeah, okay, the War of Cybertron. It's set on Cybertron. The graphic did. did it, I hope somebody. Did you, any of you play War of Cybertron? No. Came out no. like five, six. No, years I, ago. I know about it, but and, uh, I, I was it. like, the graphics are, and I was like, the graphics are better, and I, it also has boss battles and stuff. But I just thought. It just didn't have what that game had, and it was just a charm. It's a pretty niche series of Transformers. It's a very um, unappreciated. It's it's a very unloved one because it, it. To be fair, the 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 sequel, the the sequel series, Energon and Cybertron are rubbish. But Armada is 
adequately good, and I'm happy that there is a game. And I like, I, you know, it's cheap to get. Give it a go. I mean, well, I found out that my PS2 from like 14 years ago still works. I was I was using it just before we started recording. Well, so that's I might Sony. That's Sony uh, right manufacturing now for you. <laughs> just buy it. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, like just give it a go. Pence. Listen, I'm not promising that it's good. Right, I'm not promising because I haven't played it for like two years, so I don't remember if it. Yeah, the, it, it, it's PS2 graphics, isn't it? Well, um, I was getting excited. A game doesn't even have to be good as long as it's funny. Yeah, yeah. and and again and again, it's just a it's Transformers. I, I how can I not love it? Um, and you know, there have been so many Transformers games over the last uh, twenty years. You know, all the films basically had one, varied in quality. I know there were a couple of DS games which were pretty hard that I enjoyed. Um, there was the again there was the, there was War and Fall of Cybertron which good good tries like good attempts and it brought a, and it 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 rode on the nostalgia of the the eighties stuff so of course the older the older um, gamer who can afford to buy, pay a lot for a game they grew up watching Transformers in the eighties so they're definitely going to buy it so it made a lot of money but yeah it's like it's, again it's like the rugby they haven't made a Transformers game like they did in 2004 like they haven't made a rugby game like they did in 2005 it's something that i haven't seen since i played that game uh for me anyway but and that's why i love it because i can always go back to it and i find it unique and you guys haven't played it so i i I like to think i'm a bit i've picked something that you're like huh it also also (laughs) sounds really cool And here's me choosing Pokemon, like the most basic, <laughs> like favorite game series. Oh, Jack, wait, wait until we do our follow up where I talk about Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we could talk about Minecraft and your first world where you came around my house and you oh, made that mud. My hut. dirt hut with just paintings everywhere was That's, um, iconic. And now I'm like, we we built a we built a Minecraft world, Jack, where we had a small little town going on. Um, and I, I went off. I didn't go on for about two weeks, and I came back on, and it just absolutely turned into Sammyville. I had the, <laughs> I had a house that I built inside a tree. This is a cool tree house, and I was just focused on getting as many animals as possible as I could. And then you, I walked just out of the tree house and looked around, and Sammy had this giant house that went <laughs> underground, loads of layers, and he had like a whole farm he built his own forest. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I remember I built an entire, like, river, like, <laughs> like a proper, a proper, like, level but layered river with gravel Sammy, and sand and fauna and fish. And I just Sammy, dumped this river because I thought it Sammy made it. the entire town so big that he had to build a minecart roller coaster just so we could get from one side of it to the other. <laughs> and all of the stuff that you had to traverse with was all, everything built by Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Minecraft's so cool. Anything else you've got to say about your game, Reese? Before we move on to me? Uh, yeah, play it. <laughs> play cool. it. Give it <laughs> a go. It's, che- it's probably cheap. And I mean, listen, it's a PS2 game. I'm of the assumption every time I go back to play a PS2 game, I always find them a bit clunky and overall crap sometimes. <laughs> and nah, so, all PS2 and games you, you, you ride on the nostalgia of it, if anything. But this one, I really enjoyed. And if it's too hard, you just put invincibility on because it's PS2 games. You just put cheat codes on it. Yeah, everything. cheat codes. Good times. <laughs> Love a cheat code. Let me. I'm gonna have a look on eBay. So, what, what's the title of it? Uh, Transformers PS2 came out in 2004. Pretty sure it's made by Atari. Um, this is a really long yeah. title. Pretty sure it's made from Atari. Yeah. They shouldn't have put that in the title. <laughs> <Very true. laughs> 
Avalanche uh, or something, was it? You say? Avalanche? Transformers thought... Armada. In like, as it... Well, whilst Jack's yeah. having a look, should we turn to now, Mike I picked. query him? I picked a game that I used to play a lot on repeat. And I'm actually looking at every PS2 game I own up on my game shelf right now. I was going to say, you're like and staring I've got, at the ceiling for us. It's, it's a high up shelf. And I, it looks to be that I only have nine PS2 games. So back then, that seemed like loads. But obviously, I was playing them a lot on repeat. And there was no game that I played more on repeat than the original Ratchet & Clank trilogy. Yeah. So I, I've gone for the first Ratchet and Clank because it's amazing, and I think everyone knows what Ratchet and Clank is. But it's um, you play as a Lombax who's an alien, um, and this robot called Clank who's a m- malfunctioned battle droid that came out way too small, crash lands on your planet, and you as Ratchet, who's a the last of your species Lombax living on this desert planet, who's a mechanic who just wants to get away, goes and rescues Clank, and you go on an adventure together to stop the person who created him who wants to who managed to poison his planet with um too many sort of toxic fumes from all his workhouse stuff so he wants to destroy loads of other planets to get pieces and build himself a new planet and it's just really cool it's a third person shooter where sort of part of the big joy of ratchet and clank is that you get loads of like weird wacky weapons like you get like a gun that just turns people into sheep you'll get a gun that's later in the franchise a grenade that's a disco ball that you throw and it makes people dance and the first Ratchet and Clank didn't have a lot of that. It's got the clunkiest shooting by far. It's got it's got the least weapon variety. And later on in the games, you'd have things like the more you used a weapon, the more they leveled up and they got cooler and cooler and stuff like that. But there's just such a charm to it. And like, there's a lot of platforming. It's a 3D platformer slash third-person shooter, which gaming back then was full of. But just those levels, every single one of them is just implanted in my brain. So much so that I went back during lockdown um, last year and I bought a PS3 just so I could play the original Ratchet & Clank trilogy again so my PS2 is broken. And every bit of that game was just, like, all three of them were just so, like, ingrained in my mind that I didn't even have to sort of relearn any of it. I just knew all those levels at the back of my hand, even though I haven't played them since I was a kid. And they remade the original Ratchet & Clank in 2016 where they put all of the more advanced gameplay mechanics and stuff um, from the later games into it and had sort of a greatest hits of all the weapons and stuff like that. So gameplay-wise, it's it's much better. But they cut loads of levels out. So when I, when I, when I first played it, I was getting all this weird whiplash because there was all this stuff that was burned into my memory that all of a sudden was different and, and missing, and it was really weird. And then there was new stuff. I was like, it's wrong, it's wrong, it's not right, it's wrong. <laughs> um, yeah. It sounds really cool because i've never played seen watched a friend uh or anything i've i've had no encounters with ratchet and clank beyond it's, knowing of it's so cool and it's a great game to go back to as an adult because there's so many jokes in it that you just would not get as a kid like it's just full of adult jokes all the time um so it's, it's one that's really great to go back to just because of all of that um my, and it's my only experience of ratchet and clank um and i was telling you before we start recording mike is um a demo disc that came with my playstation 2 and it had one level of ratchet and clank on there and um i remember playing that one level over and over and over again because i enjoyed it so much but i never got a ratchet and clank game 
And I, I don't know why, because, you know, if you play one level over and over and over again, I think you like it. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're so cool. I haven't played all of them because there are four that you can only play on the PS3, and I never had a PS3 except a 360 instead. But I played all of the ones on the original PS2. I tried playing some of the PS3 ones on PS Now. I got through one and a half, but PS Now was a terrible service, so I just had to stop. And then I played the PS4 one. So it's not a franchise I played all of. Those original ones are so burned into my memory, and they're so good. Um, and there's a new one coming out in a few months as well Ooh. that I'm so excited for. It's just a really cool franchise because they've really mastered the fast, frantic third-person shit with loads of guns, and then the platform is really fun because sort of you're Ratchet, but Clank sort of sits on your back. You can get different like attachments from like a helicopter and a jetpack. Yeah, yeah. That like make you jump higher and, and you can glide with them and stuff. So you do all the platforming with Clank on your back. And occasionally Ratchet will find a bit that's too small and he's like, okay, Clank, here you go. And you go off and you do a Clank level where he's got to gather all these little robots that he uh-huh. that follow him around and you can make them do things. And they do different things in all the games. And Clank levels are a lot slower, but I always thought they were really cool because they're something really different. And you're playing as this tiny robot, and all of a sudden, the levels are way bigger because you're tiny now. Mm. I just think they're really really cool. cool. They're really cool games. And it was just one that I would play all the time. And I remember once I was visiting my aunt in Harrogate, and we were walking through Asda. And at this point, in my mind, because I didn't have the internet all the time to look all these things up, in my mind, there were three Ratchet and Clank games, and I owned them all, and I played them all. And we were walking past a shelf in Asda, and I saw the fourth game, Ratchet Deadlocked. And I was just looking at it, I was like, that's Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank in another (laughs) game. And I bought it. And obviously my PS2 wasn't in Harrogate with us when we were visiting. So I remember I read, I took it, I got it. In the car from the way back to Asda, I read the box and the game manual all the way through. I spent the rest of that trip reading the box in the game manual going, this is going to be the coolest game ever. And I spent the whole car ride home reading the box in the game manual over and over and over. And I finally played it and it was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That is something um, from childhood you forget about is when you would buy a game and like in the car journey home, you just read the manual and the box and you just hype yourself up like nothing else and oh sammy picks up off his shelf a copy of lego batman for the nintendo ds and holds it up to his camera michael makes a gleeful facial expression as they both forget that a podcast is an audio only medium that is a great game lego batman ds that's amazing yeah, i was i almost picked it um my brother had a ds that he, he spike had a ds that he'd saved up a lot of money for and this was one of the games he got with it and I was so insanely jealous that because we shared a room at night, I would sneak over, get it, and play, and play it. it for a couple <laughs> of hours on a different save. Um, just because I was so in love with like the Batman universe. And this is my iconic Batman theme, the Danny Elfman score from uh, the Michael Keaton Batman films. Yeah, that um, game is did, so good. Did any of you... It's did... Sorry, go on. Brilliant. And um, so wh- why I've got this now is... Uh, last year meg having heard these stories was like i'm just gonna buy sammy an original ds and oh, all these original games to go amazing on um so i've been immersing myself in nostalgia did any did any of you play the game boy advance lego star wars yes but i forgot it existed until just now you only had three lives <laughs> and if you 
died, you go all the way back to the start of like episode Ooh. one. I, I finished that game last year because I found my Game Boy Advance. The only game I had was... And it's only taken you 20 yeah. years. <laughs> well, no, cause it was... no, because here's the thing, right? Because they were hard. These games are hard because, you know, they're, they're, they're... you've only got a limited amount of buttons. And so if you're not good and, you know, if you... well, when, how old would I be when I played these? Six, seven, eight. I wasn't good. You're rubbish at everything at that, at that age. <laughs> yeah. you're, and well, so, you're six. <laughs> excuse me. I, I peaked at seven. And eight. <laughs> and so, you're but, prime. So basically, yeah, it was because it was different to Lego games. Because like, if you died in Lego game, you just immediately come back. Whereas in this, if you if you died in this Lego game, you have to go all the way back to the start. A really interesting game. And um, yeah, it, I if you, if you want a very different Lego game, give it a go. Um, you can get it on any, You can get it on like emulators as well now, can't you? On yeah. Your phone. That's the easiest way to play Game Boy now, isn't it? The most iconic um, Game Boy game for me that wasn't a Pokemon game was the Incredibles game for the oh. Game Boy Advance that was a beat-em-up that was so good. And that was another one, Reese, where you were saying like, it's really hard. And I remember you used to like struggle through every level, then like hurriedly make sure I write down the password to go back to that level next time. Yeah, and, and then finding oh. out that there were dash levels where you ran really fast when oh. it took me forever to get through the oh, and, Mr. And Incredible ones. Super, oh, Super Mario 2 on the Game Boy Color. Oh, just the toy level, the toy Mario level was just impossible because you just like, you, you, just everything's coming at you at once. You can barely see what's going on, on the screen because the graphics are shit. <laughs> Yeah, and you just you just dead. How I don't remember getting hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 the games are hard. That's why I prefer when I think back. I think I hope they're still hard when I play them. And sadly, PS2 games aren't as hard as I thought they were. But going back and playing old Game Boy games, bloody hell! Like they, there's a lot there's, you gotta. Do you know what? Do you know what is as hard? Um, we used to play uh, on Wii Play the tanks level. Uh, oh, wait, that was so players. hard. <laughs> we used to, I used to play it all the, ta- all the time. Um, <laughs> That's not then, what I expected you I, to come I, out I, with. Was <laughs> like, you know what's hard? <laughs> we play. <laughs> uh, the tanks, have, but I, we, uh, I played it last year. Um, Spike stayed with me for a little bit, so we tried doing it. Oh my god, it's so hard. And you know what's it's even harder when you're trying to shoot the other player as well. <laughs> um, so it's like a really fun... Uh, oh, it's really play. fun to play, but it's very frustrating. Good times on Wii yeah, Play. And, uh, of course, yeah, got of course got Wii Sports. Um, yeah, yes. Wii Sports would uh, be the best, like, game ever included in a console. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it's, like, yeah. they could have just made the cheapest, rubbishest game ever, but they made Wii Sports. It's iconic. There's not a single yeah. person in the world that hasn't uh, played Wii Sports. Uh, you know did it. you ever play Wii <laughs> Sports Advanced? They really yes. Yeah. No, I played Wii Sports Resort. Sorry, do you mean Wii Sports oh, Resort. Resort? Yeah, that's it. And well, you, you get to, to go like around a as a plane on your yeah. Wii controller Look, and you for go around extra as a sensitivity. <laughs> well, uh, Jack, when Jack donated me his Wii, he gave me all of his games as well. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like throwing the bowling ball backwards and watching everyone yeah. jump, do a full <laughs> three sixty. However, and then laugh. Can, can we all? Can we all? When I'm grown up, can we admit that? The the Wii, the Nintendo Wii was the biggest con of the last twenty years because they sold like attachable items for everything. I once got a Wii yeah. wand that came with Deathly Hallows Part oh. One on the Wii, and it's like, but it does nothing. It's no, just it the shape nothing. of a wand. It's, yeah, it's like a lightsaber. Yeah, you're putting the Wii controllers well. in, and they're, they're like, doing the um, same thing. And they're like twenty quid each or something. Yeah. <laughs> Mental. Because there's the Wii Zapper, isn't there? Which is a massive gun that you put the Wii controller in the top of, and you put the nunchuck in the 
trigger and then you like you hold it but you've still got to do the motion controls and you still got to press all the buttons so you don't just hold it like a gun it's just awkward if anything it makes it harder to actually play the game did right do you know what what this conversation's made me realize uh, it's made me wish i was allowed to like play consoles and stuff when i was young like i know i my all it's weird because all of my games have been like shared by other people so like i shared reach with my siblings and my dad and jack and james and then batman was technically spikes and i was sort of stealing it uh in the middle of the night all the best game memories and we've all come up with all these sort of memories off the top of our head all the best game memories are the ones that you share like as much as i love Uh, single player games uh, i love the experiences shared playing games with other people um transformers 2004 was an exclusively single player game i'll have you (laughs) that that was one of the that was one of the best things about it (laughs) yeah that that's what the best thing about it was you don't have to play with anyone else Something like, you guys like, to... uh, like reminiscing about. Like, I've never played. I've never played a Pokemon game, like ever. So hearing you guys like but... being nostalgic about Ratchet and Clank and Game Boys and stuff, it's like, I don't but... have a frame of reference for that. Oh, uh, just do it all now. It. Just, one... just get all these consoles now. Just get a Switch because every game you were ever's the most on it anyway. Addicted to that um, phone pokemon go that's it you were so addicted i was not you bought an extended battery so you could go around with your friend and play most people for longer. most people did most people bought an, a battery extender i was the friend that Ooh. sammy was going around playing pokemon go with we, were, we spent oh. whole day at barry island walking around catching water beside pokemon because they were because they were really hard to catch in cardiff so we went to Barry to catch i remember draining my entire phone and my entire battery and and being annoyed that i didn't have more batteries yeah. another fucking um i don't know what were the what, oh, what were the crap the, another goldine or whatever yeah if i see it i'm gonna catch it Talk anyway we know, guys, though, on, um mario kart we uh, especially kart Wii. um is yeah. did you use the wheel the controller or no. the nunchuck i well, gotta use a wheel nunchuck. what nunchuck. nunchuck advanced drift that's the only way you do it. That's the only way you do it. I'm very you bad at win. You have to I'm win. Very bad at Mario Kart Wii. No, no. Next time you come down, we'll, we'll oh. get it out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I've never been good at any Mario Kart game, but I still love them. It's <laughs> still like great you say, Mike. Will all the way. If you don't use yeah, the will, will. you're subpar human. Because you can't <laughs> drive a car with a nunchuck, can you? <laughs> and you hold B to get. You always choose manual, and you hold B to do that sick drift around the corner and get the sparks going. <laughs> and on that note, Maybe we should just do a, a, a Mario for, our, for for the YouTube. We'll do like a Mario play tournament. Oh. I came. I was so close to coming second in that varsity. Oh, that was very I cool. Was, I was up there. No, I wasn't. No, it's because that one guy was cheating. What, um, Jake? Yeah, and he won. Yeah, but he still lost overall. Oh, did he? Oh, Let's not amazing. forget. Yeah, two hundred cc. Have you ever played it on? Um, have you ever played it on on the? What's it? The? What's the new one? Um, so we had a mod. We got a we 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 got a modded version of it for the for the student house where I was living, and you could go up to um, what was it? Um, five thousand cc. It was like what? what? It's like like you press the button and boom. <laughs> Over there. Uh, oh, wait, where That's am I? crazy. I don't... Yeah, stupid. It's good fun. Um, no, it's a good game. Um, it's not one of my favourite games because I've played it. It's a game I've played too much. Like it's, <laughs> I've played it too much now. I I can never play it again seriously. Because um, how how yeah, how... Well, I, you play it in bursts. So I like play it when people come to visit, and then I don't play it. 
Like it's it's my it's exclusively yeah. my game for when people come. Well, to that that's come to visit. yeah. Well, that's my that's Battlefront two for me because I can play that all day long with other people, and then as soon as I sit down on my own, I'm like, ah, maybe maybe I don't do the story mode again, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe I should maybe they should ca- canonize the five hundred first storyline because that's a really cool storyline. It's a cool storyline. Well, they get a Camino and they have to fight. <laughs> They have to, f- they have to um, eliminate clones that haven't become evil. Like, come on, <laughs> I, that's I the sort of content. Palomino, then, and I was going to be like, Wait, what, <laughs> Palomino, what's happening? Anyway, so, uh, on that note, because yeah, I know um, we could talk yeah. about video games forever. So on that note, uh, all that's left to say from me is, hi, I've been that one remote accessory where it makes it look like a golf club for no reason. <laughs> and from Sammy. Hi, I'm that one friend that bought a Patri extender just to play Pokemon Go more. I'm from Jack. What is going on? <laughs> I'm from Reese. Uh, if you'd like my goodbye, you'd have to you have to buy this uh, microtransaction box. 